Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek, here with my wonderful friend and co-host Ananga Sivir. And today we're talking about what you can do when you're newly diagnosed with anxiety. Welcome back, Ananga. Hey, Shan. Hope you enjoyed your summer break. Thank you. It's nice to be with you again and to talk about what we do when we have been diagnosed with anxiety. Where do you go from here? And I think in the beginning of all of this, it's about taking a deep, deep breath and being kind to yourself. Yeah, some space is needed. And I think also it's important to mention that what we're going to be sharing today is also really supportive if you've been doing okay with anxiety and you're having a bit of a flare up to just come back around to the points we're going to be talking about. So anytime anxiety is increasing or causing you some disturbance, these teachings will be supportive. And yeah, definitely it begins with kindness, doesn't it? Just taking the pressure off. Only we can do it for ourselves. Give some space, show some kindness. A new anxiety diagnosis can take a bit of time to process. And different people will receive it in different ways. For some, it might be a relief that finally they've been given a diagnosis that respects their experience and means they're going to be able to discuss some options for help. Some might feel a little bit burdened by a diagnosis. Sometimes if we have a bit more fire in our psychological makeup, we may feel a little bit that we've failed or we're not up to scratch. Yes. So really important to respond as an individual and think, what does this mean for me? And even if somebody else is talking to you about their experience, it's not your experience. So I think firstly to allow some self-compassion and space to process, what does this mean? for you and how do you need to go about dealing with it it's also important to remember that you're not alone because sometimes when we receive a diagnosis it can feel like you are like oh my goodness what am i going to do how am i going to be how do i move through this and in all of those hows 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 and you come back to realizing that that you are not alone and there are people who can support you all around you, your loved ones, your friends, professional people, therapists, podcasters like us, and that you're not broken. Mm. There is nothing broken about you. This is something that you can work with. You have many options to support yourself and to just, again, go back to that sweetness and that understanding that You are not your anxiety. This is a diagnosis. This is something that will probably be a bit of a roadmap for you to make some changes in your life that help you feel more calm and relaxed in the big picture. Mm. I think it's also helpful to go deeper into those points of you're not alone, you're not broken, you're not your anxiety. Don't be defined by anxiety. There's so much more to us than anxiety or chronic illness or depression or whatever we may be dealing with. That's not us. There's us and there's what we're dealing with. And with anxiety, it it can feel a bit like an oil slick that really spreads throughout your mind and throughout your perception of yourself and your life. And I think it's really 
helpful to not be defined by anxiety, to accept the diagnosis and accept whatever help and support is available and whatever help and support works for you. We all have free will in choosing our treatment options and what works for us as individuals, but to not be defined by anxiety. And, and after a little time processing to, to get curious and be creative and look into the things that can help. So there, there's the diagnosis and self-care, not diagnosis instead of self-care. Remember what you love to do. Remember what you'd like to do. And it can be really helpful to think of what you'd like to do in addition to anxiety or beyond anxiety to really reclaim the space of you, the space of your creative nature, your intelligence, and the whole you. And anxiety is sitting there on our shoulder, but it shouldn't be able to completely eclipse us. That was so beautifully said. We are not this one point, this one part. We are always so much more than whatever is in front of us. We are friends, we're daughters, we're brothers, we're mothers, we're, you know, we, all of the roles we play, what we do in our lifetime, um, how we pray, how we commune with nature, how we show up in beauty. We are so much more than this diagnosis. Yeah. And often people who are a little more prone to anxiety are very creative people. So it can be really helpful to embrace creativity. You like to write, paint, draw, bake. Let the things you love coexist with anxiety and let them fill as much of your time and your space and your mind and your heart as you can. And that is a powerful antidote to anxiety, just really coming in and taking the light. Hmm. And getting support is another big piece of what to do when you've been newly diagnosed with anxiety. Whether that is working with a therapist, listening to a podcast like Anxiety Slayer, reading books. We have a free course at anxietyslayer.teachable.com that you can get. And there's so many coping skills and calming skills that are available under this umbrella of support. So not only are you not alone and not broken and not your anxiety, but there's a wealth of information, a wealth of really good supportive practices that can help you get on with your life in a, in a much more meaningful way. Yeah, there's so much help. Really important who you talk to, who you share with. Sometimes we need to uh, protect ourselves a little bit, make sure we're sharing with people that are going to understand and not be bypassing or come back with a strong response that makes us stressed or feel not heard or not understood. Really important to, to talk where you feel safe with people that understand. So we also have a private. Facebook group. You can just go on Facebook and type in Anxiety Slayer. Our group will come up. Really confidential, safe place to share with some very kind and supportive members. So that's a good place to go. And in our free course, we have got some coping and calming skills, some guided practices, and some introduction to EFT tapping, which is a very powerful 
tool for calming anxiety. Important not to overwhelm yourself and look at loads of things. Just take it in little little sips, maybe just a few minutes a day. Just have a look at, look for hope and look for things that resonate with you that you think you might be comfortable trying. Some people love breathing exercises. Some people find that focusing on their breath is difficult when they're anxious, although there are ways around that. Um, some people find walking in nature immensely helpful. Other people like to be a bit more vigorous and go to the gym or go for a swim. Different things. Many people find EFT tapping extremely helpful. That's something we've been using for many years and highly recommend. But don't get overwhelmed. Just dip your toes in and see what resonates with you. And again, it's really important to feel allowed and to feel that you have free will to choose what works for you. And to also make the choice to do something, to move forward in caring for yourself in such a way that doesn't let you slide back to the problem. Because sometimes our mind will trick us into thinking that, well, I'm diagnosed with anxiety. And so that is what is going to define my future. That's what will define my future. And then be in that loop of problems and suffering. And we don't want that for you. As soon as you start sampling, dipping your toes in, trying these different modalities, you have just allowed yourself, you've just empowered yourself to move forward in your life with the tools and resources and skills you need to live a, a gorgeous, fulfilling life while occasionally experiencing anxiety. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Taking care of your mind is more important than you can possibly imagine. How we care for our minds affects how we experience life. So it's really, really important to invest time and care into keeping your mind healthy. There are many ways to support a healthy brain, whether that be crossword puzzles, learning a new language, making time for power naps, and of course, there's better help online therapy. Sometimes therapy is actually one of the healthiest things that you can do for your mind. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat therapy sessions. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off at betterhelp.com slayer. That's betterhelp.com slash slayer. Before the short break, we were talking about how important it is to get support from someone who understands anxiety and for some of the different tools and resources that can help you. But we also know it's important to give yourself some time to heal over the long haul and some time to rest and recover. This is not something that you snap your fingers or take a magic pill and everything's okay. And it's not a healthy way 
for you to be looking at it anyway. Yeah, neither is it something that anybody else should snap their fingers and say, you should be over it or you should just this or... Suck it up. Yeah. Yeah. Good point, Ananga, good point. (laughs) No shoulds, no shoulding all over yourself and knowing anybody else shoulding all over you. It takes time to process. There are days when it's there's some hope and some ideas and then there are days where anxiety just rears up and we can feel, I don't know what to do, this has really got me today. And those are the days we need to be extra kind and take extra rest. And often the days where we just need to put some headphones on and follow a guided meditation or follow a guided tapping practice for some extra support. If the mind is really giving us some uncomfortable things to chew on, some uncomfortable propaganda, I recommend looking back through some of our previous episodes. And one that's particularly helpful is the four lies anxiety likes to tell you and how not to listen. And that was in our summer break series. That's one of our most popular episodes. So so just go listen to some episodes where the title resonates with you and and you can see, oh, actually that's something I'm struggling with a bit. Have a listen, take some help. Anxiety recovery is not linear. We're going to have easier days and challenging days. And it's helpful to see it as a journey with its ups and downs. Like all things we deal with in life, we have good days and more challenging days. The challenging days are the days when we need and deserve extra help, extra support, extra rest. And it's not up to anybody else to tell us what we should be doing on those days. And I think one of the gifts of anxiety is that we can go to a quiet place where we really get to know ourselves and we really get to learn what we need and what serves us well. It can help us develop better boundaries. It can help us have um, an upgrade of our nutrition. It can help us with all kinds of things. And I think to look for the gifts in anxiety and the acceptance really takes the sting out of it and helps us have a more healing experience. And also being as sensitive as you are, even with this diagnosis, that sensitivity, that awareness is a superpower. Dr. Dane here and I were talking about that and how there's such a a stigma attached sometimes to mental health issues and to different struggles with our minds and anxiety, etc. And what if you could start to look at this as, oh, wow, I am open and I am sensitive and I am aware and I can be all of those things without suffering through the new skills that I'm learning. And on the days that I am suffering, I know what to do, how to make myself feel better. Yeah, it can be really helpful to make an anxiety slayer care kit. You can look that up on our website as well. Have the things by you for the challenging moments. Some bark flowers, rescue remedy, some lavender oil, chamomile tea, gentle, easy things that help. So you've got that support pack with you for the more challenging times. It can be helpful to set aside daily time to work with your new skills, whether you're having an easier day or not, to build that habit where maybe in the morning, 10 minutes in the morning, you practice a guided relaxation or a guided tapping session. Again, you can find these things in our free course and on our website. Guided tapping session to help you calm anxiety where you tap along with Shan or myself. 
and learn the skill and, and get used to learning the skill so it's there when anxiety flares. Listen to a guided meditation before bed in the evening, have that wind down time in the evening. As we're now going into autumn and winter, we need extra support with anxiety because the autumn season is a challenging season for anxiety. So maybe start having a warm bath in the evening, some evenings a week, some oil massage, a warm bath with some magnesium salts and, and lavender oil, maybe listen to a meditation in the bath. So you just got that real immersive experience where your mind is shepherded into a more peaceful place and really important to keep away from the screens and the screen energy in the evening. That's a big one. Yeah, it's huge because the energy of the devices we spend so much time looking at aggravates anxiety, it overstimulates the mind. It's useful to look at how you feel when you've done those things. Do you feel better or do you feel worse? And really start auditing the things that can spike anxiety, which is scrolling, screen time, dramas, fast-paced entertainment, caffeine, stress, social pressure. Look out for the things that make anxiety feel worse and see how you can protect yourself from those things. And just like everything else we've been talking about, it, it does take practice. Caffeine is something we've talked about probably a thousand times over the years, but it's so <laughs> important. It's such a big component. We've had hundreds and hundreds of listeners tell us that things changed significantly by cutting back or cutting out caffeine in their day-to-day -day life. That one choice. Yeah makes that big of a difference. We've also had letters from listeners where we've covered alcohol that have realised that alcohol doesn't serve them well and it can bounce them out of bed in the small hours of the morning with anxiety. We need to look at the things that may be provoking anxiety. There's a lot more to it than just like a, a straightforward, okay, that's me, and, and a diagnosis. As with anything in life, you know, we might have... Um, a digestive issue, we might, we might realize that, oh, it's so much worse if I eat chilies or if I eat pickles. There are things we can learn and there are things we can do with so many things that, that life brings us. And anxiety is a huge learning opportunity. And uh, we have every right to protect our mind if, if we're around people that make choices in heavy entertainment, fast-paced entertainment, video games, things that scare us then we have a right to step away and do something else. My mind cannot take any intense drama. If there's drama where people are being hurt or tortured or chased or some psychological drama, my mind just doesn't do well with it, and I won't watch anything like that. In fact, I watch, at the moment, nothing. <laughs> yeah. I read. I read or I'll watch... Um, spiritual lectures or, or educational things on YouTube or beautiful things on YouTube, but I won't watch any drama because my mind will twist it into something. It will mix it with something from traumatic experiences in my own life. It will serve it up to me in the night. It will be waiting for me when I wake up in the morning. So rather than think that I'm just too sensitive or defective in some way, I've decided I don't want that stuff in my head. Right. And you get to choose, Ananga. You get to choose. Yeah. We all get to make the choices that help us feel more calm and relaxed. 
and it will change over your lifetime. I used to be able to watch all kinds of fast-paced entertainment. Sometimes I still do, but I do a lot of covering my eyes, <laughs> which, which you know, my daughter will laugh at me about. But there's just there's some things that that I want to see and and but that I don't want to see, right? That I want to be a part of that I don't want to see, and I'll and I'll not be a part of that particular piece. But even I've noticed with music, the music that I want to listen to isn't going to be as hard driving as it maybe was when I was younger. It's going to be much more supportive and, and sweet. And I love music, just, just like you do. I, and there's so much to listen to that will lift you up instead of uh, putting you in a pit of fire, aggravated state. Uh, you know. Yeah. And, and music affects our heart rate. And, uh, and it carries different energies. Ayurveda teaches that there are three key energies that affect our psychology and our physiology. And we want to go for the, the lighter and brighter one that helps us feel more, more peace and more calm. This is something we're going to be exploring more for our patrons in the near future. Just to make those choices that support us. And we don't need to justify our choice to anyone, to anyone else. If somebody feels that we're too sensitive, too sensitive for who? For you? Right. Does that mean you're insensitive? I see a whole new episode on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have a, a right to live in a way that serves us. Very often people who suffer from anxiety are sensitive people and they're empathetic people. And they're the people you want in your life. They're the people everyone needs. When you're going through a hard time, who do you go to? An insensitive person, a busy person, a person who's got it all buttoned up and knows everything. You want an empathetic person. So there are wonderful qualities that come hand in hand with anxiety, and it's important to not lose sight of those, even to embrace them and, and cultivate them. It's not easy to be sensitive. It's not easy to be empathetic. It's a real big heart on your sleeve, vulnerable life. But it's also a wonderful life where we have an opportunity to really go deeply, make some spiritual progress, hear people with an open heart, help people, and get to know and support ourselves. Yes, and to, to treat ourselves and others with kindness, for sure. Thank you so much for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We're grateful that you come back week after week, and we look forward to serving you again soon. If you're interested in becoming a patron, you can visit our Patreon site at patreon.com forward slash anxiety slayer.